This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody. How you doing? This is Bill Williamson. And this is Silver and Black Pride. This is our podcast. What is happening? Another off-season week, I swear to you. It's going to get busier. But still, we have plenty to talk about. Lots of fun stuff. That's a little old-school journalism uh, lingo. The pages of Silver and Black Pride. No, that website is packed every day for you. And uh, this podcast, I love everybody's support. And if you don't support, that's okay. Just listen. That's all cool. Nobody has to uh, agree with everything we say all the time. But you know what my goal is, to make you the smartest Raider fan in the nation. We're just sat, sitting here once a week on the beer stool, have whatever, metaphorically speaking, of course. I know it's funny, people say, you sound drunk when you're on that podcast. You should hear me when I'm drunk. I, I sound like Robert Goulet. So, who knows? I don't care. Anyways, let's talk what's going on. And we did a lot of, there's still, you know, what, what? dominates pretty much any NFL team's offseason. Whether they have a great quarterback, so-so quarterback, or no quarterback. It's quarterback. I remember when I was a kid reporter, somebody said, I got a little tickle in the throat, so this is going to be an issue, but we're going to fight through. Somebody told me, when in doubt, write the quarterback. And, and, And that's so true. Everybody wants to talk about the quarterback. You know, we got Derek Carr. I, I do not think that man is going to be traded. There's reports that the Colts were interested and were told no. David, Derek's brother David even said that on NFL Network, I believe. That, hey, they're, they're turning down people down. So the Raiders probably, Derek probably said, hey, I'm hearing about this trade talk. And they're like, don't worry about it. We're turning people down. There's speculation about a potential pros and cons of doing it either this year or next year. Derek's going to turn 30 next month. Um, it can help with the salary cap if you do it now. It'll help then too. Um, but maybe they want to see one more year because if if when, if when they do this deal, I should say when they do this deal, it's really going to tie them into Derek Carr for, into his 30s. So let's see him play well one more year and he's not afraid for another two years. So the Raiders have some leverage here. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets done this year or not. It's just, But it's something that's possible. Um, there's still talk that Marcus Mariota may get traded. Of course, the Colts are off the table with the Wentz trade. Now the Steelers are off the table with keeping Big Ben. You know the Raiders? A little, here's a little Big Ben trivia. There's five teams that have a winning record against Big Ben and his now 18-year NFL career, which is just incredible. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Um, and the Raiders are one of them. They're 5-2 and two against him. Um, it's the 
Patriots. I don't know. I think the Patriots have the most wins. But it's the Patriots, Raiders, Broncos, and the AFC. Those, you know, played more than MC teams, of course. <clears throat> and then the Bears and Saints. So that's kind of cool, right? So, I, you know, Mariota could be traded. We do it, like, again, we do a lot of, of quarterback talk. Something that I found interesting last week is, okay, we talked about potential, and we talked about this on our show last week. If Mariota's gone, they have three options. Sign a vet, back up, have Peterman, who he may be the guy. They've given him some guaranteed money, and he's going to be back this year. Or draft a, a quarterback and keep Peterman in the quarterback. You know, I, I, last week we talked about, I think Mitchell Trubisky makes a little sense um, as a pers- somebody to pursue, only because you're going to say, Williamson, come on. Trubisky, he sucks. Well, most guys that are backup quarterbacks have shown that have sucked. Marcus Mariota sucked as a in his last days as a starter. That's why he wasn't a starter anymore <clears throat> in Tennessee. I'm not getting more emotional about Marcus Mariota. Just got that dang tickle. So, anyways, but if you look at it, Trubisky is this year's Mariota. A top three pick. Mariota was two. In 15, Trubisky was in 17, who flamed out but has some experience and is still in their prime and might be able to get fixed. And the Raiders trade Mariota and get something decent, they might want to do the same thing with Trubisky. So just keep that in mind. So anyways, if we go to the draft, we're probably not going to draft a a guy early. Maybe third round is the first they'll look at it. Guy to keep an eye on is Jamie Newman, Wake Forest guy. Now, I remember last year, I saw mock drafts pointing the Raiders to him, like, in the first round for this year. Well, he was transferring from Wake Forest to Georgia. They thought that he was going to have a really great opportunity in Georgia with better players and, you know, on paper, better coaches to really shine against great competition. Well, you know, COVID hits and he opted out. And he didn't play last year. So he did play in the Senior Bowl. So his stock may have dropped, but this is a big guy. He's a dual threat. He has a big arm. If a guy like him drops to the third round, I think he'd think about it. I think he would uh, I think he would really intrigue Chucky. And you know Gruden loves quarterbacks. So again, Gruden loves veteran quarterbacks more than rookie quarterbacks. But we'll see. So, yeah, I was on JT DeBrick's show today, in uh, Tuesday, in Vegas. We talked about an interesting point that he brought up. Is that, you know, that's why it's not going to be so easy. They're, they're married to a lot of guys on defense. They're married to the free agent, uh, Nick and Littleton. They're married to those linebackers. They're married to uh, Farrell. They're married to Mullen and Abram and Arnett, you know. And and Crosby. Crosby, I think, is a solid player. <coughs> Excuse me. And we're going to fight through. But these guys, the Abrams and the Arnett's and the Farrells and the two linebackers, really have to have much better years in 2021 than they did last year because the Raiders are married to them. There's really nowhere they can go. You know, I mean, they just can't keep replacing people. That's why it's going to be, you know... Getting a pass rusher. Well, they're giving Nesbitt a lot of guaranteed money. He has to be good. 
So these guys have to have real bounce back years. And so it, it's really it, it's really something. They they these guys a lot of pressure on those guys. And maybe Gus Bradley is the guy to bring them out. I'm really interested in seeing Gus Bradley work with the defensive backs. You know, let's see him all those young corners, you know, I mentioned them. Mick Robertson and Isaiah Johnson. I really want to see him mold these guys. And I want to see him... And I want to see him work on Abram. Abram has ability. Abram hasn't been a good NFL player yet. That doesn't mean he can't be. But this is a guy that needs to work on his angles, his coverage, and his on-field discipline. And he has to stay available. Um... So, you know, that's what I want to see. I want to see these key guys take the next step, and I want to see the coaching work in the secondary. Because if they can get that secondary figured out, it's going to go a long way for the Raiders' defense being much improved over the course of the next three, four, five years. Really. So we're going to move along in the news and notes. Hall of Fame game is planning, hoping to have the game, and more importantly to you, have the ceremony. Yeah, Charles Woodson and Tom Flores, two Raider legends, <clears throat> are getting inducted into the Canton, Ohio Hall of Fame on August 8th. And the plan is to have full crowds. So, you know, obviously it's in science's hands, and we know how that's gone for 11 stinking months. Hang in there, friends. We're going to get through this. Um, but anyways... That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? I have high hopes. I do. I, you know, I have hopes. I, you know, I have vacation plans. I want to go to a Giants game. I would like to cover a game in beautiful Legion Stadium this year. And I'm sure you guys all too. You guys have your own hopes and wishes. And let's just hang in there because we've been, we're getting through it. I didn't think I'd talk about that right now, but sometimes we all need just a little. A little hope. And I think we're getting there, friends. The NFL is thinking about going to 17 games this year. That three, <clears throat> three preseason games. That means that 17th game against the Chicago Bears and Khalil Mack. How would that happen? They just say the AFC West will play the NFC North. And first place plays first place. Second place plays second place. Ra Raiders and Bears are second place. And they may play the Location to be announced. So if the game is in Las Vegas, that means the Raiders will play a ninth game on the road in 2022. And vice versa. So, yeah, they played Mac before and beat him. Let's see if they can do it again. I'm sure that will make you smile. What else going on? They think the salary cap is going to be the lowest at 180. That's pretty good news. That's pretty good news. I, I think um, the Raiders can do some work around that. You know, and I've been on some radio shows lately asking me about Trent uh, Brown. Well, you know, I mean, it's a dilemma. If you cut him, you get some money. If you keep him, you get a great player, but are you going to get the great player on the field? You know, but if you cut him, you're also you're missing a, a, an elite right tackle. And how do you replace that? And that's another need. If I was making the decision, I would I would do it for another year and hope for the best. And if it doesn't work out, then make the move next year. 
But, you know, elite guys at that position just don't grow on trees. You know, you got them, you paid them, you wanted them. Let's work it out. Here's a name. I, I've been throwing names out that possible fits in free agency. And, you know, talked about Von Millers. We talked about J.J. Watt, which doesn't look like it's going to happen with J.J. At least, I mean, it could, but it just seems like he's... The Raiders haven't been connected. The teams he's been most connected to are <clears throat> Cleveland, Buffalo, Packers, his home state, and Pittsburgh, where his brothers play. So I just don't know if the Raiders fit in. Again, never say never, but it just doesn't seem to be any steam at this moment. Uh, Justin Leonard. How about a guy like just, uh, Jason uh, Verrett, which that name has been bandied about. He might be cheap. Uh, he's played for Gus Bradley in in the Chargers. You know, guys like Verrett and Melvin Ingram and Rayshon Jenkins and, you know, um, I die the other safety. Those are guys that you may want to keep an eye on study up on because I think Bradley can bring some in. What else we got? David Urban is back. What an excitement about that. Let's see. Let's see if he's healthy. Let's see. He, he was in the program last year. I know he was banged up and had some issues. Um, but didn't make a big impact. But maybe, you know, a full training camp. And, and he can come and be a decent rotational player. I mean, why not, you know? Why not? I did a thing on uh, Darren Waller being, he's really underpaid. He was the 10th highest paid tight end last year. And in the last two years combined, he has the second most catches among all NFL tight ends. Travis Kelsey, Hall of Famer, 202 catches. Darren Waller came out of nowhere, 197. The Raiders did a really cool thing for Waller. We all know his history with substance abuse. And he was on the Ravens practice squad, and he was, you know, had suspensions, and he was in his mid-20s, and... He had a nice first year with the Raiders, and they gave him a heck of a contract. Well, that contract, is, he's, he's really outperformed it. And, you know, the Raiders are going to, I mean, they're going to have the car deal we talked about. We're gonna, they're going to have Waller, you know, Josh Jacobs. I mean, hey, but this is what not used it. This didn't happen in the past with the Raiders. They used to get guys and not re-sign them because they weren't good enough or they'd trade them because of issues. And we mentioned one of those guys a few minutes ago. But so... It's a problem, but it's a good problem to have. It means you're building the program the right way. And, you know, obviously that's a good thing. I wrote about the safeties. Hey, we're just moving right along, aren't we? Bam, 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 bam. But information, information, information. Smarter Raider fan. That's the goal. Um, there's a lot of safeties out there. And I think the Raiders are going to be in good shape. I think I think maybe a few days into free agency, a few days in the NFL free agency is an eternity. But I, I think it's one of those deals that the Raiders can really maybe get a bargain, a guy, a starter, a, a maybe top-of-the-line guy for their secondary at a decent price. A John Johnson maybe, a, a Sean Williams, a Marcus May, um, you, know, you know, a Malik Hooker who might not be very expensive. Um, so keep an eye on those guys. I think the Raiders could find a really good safety. And, you know, that's not replacing Abrams. That's enhancing him. And I don't get too tied up in the whole free safety and strong safety thing. In today's NFL, with the way the athletes are back there and the way the schemes are, 
they're pretty interchangeable. So there's a lot of player flexibility there. So I wouldn't get too tight. Oh, well, he's a, he's a strong, you know, he's a free. Don't, I wouldn't get too married to that notion. What else we got? I talked a little bit about, I'll end the show here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have eight high-profile free agents, and they're not going to be able to sign them all. There's a report that they want to keep five or six of them. And I'm not talking about Antonio Brown. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Robert Gronkowski, Gronkowski, he's not leaving Humber any. Two guys that I think fit. Sue and Leonard Fourette. Now, the Raiders looked at Sue a few years ago. He can still play. I think he's best suited for Tampa Bay, but Sue has shown that he's going to go where the money is. I don't know if the Raiders are going to have the money he wants. But, again, he could fit. Fournette won't be expensive. He'd be a really nice big backup to Josh Jacobs, and I think it would be a um, a nice dimension to that offense. So keep an eye on him. All right, there's our show. I hope you can digest it all. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I don't bug you too much. And if I do, well, you're going to have to deal with it, and I'll try to get better. There you go. I'm Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Silver and Black Pride. Check out the site. Check out the podcast. Have a great week. Be safe. Have fun. I'll talk to you next week.